tonight on The Wrestling Show, a very special episode, this time featuring only The Monopoly of Wrestling, AEW, with All Out There, special pay-per-view for the month, Webbo. Webbo? Uh, welcome to the channel. I'm your host, Liftrip, aka Tetsu Omega, and uh, this is the Wrestling Show. And I, of course, am your host there, like I said before, and I must tell you, I am a lover of wrestling, hence this show. Um, I like to see things really good, or really bad. But today is a special edition. We're going to take a look at buy-in, which is part of the uh, pay-per-view. It is the opening of uh, AEW. So this kicks off the entire show, this one match, this huge match. I'd say too huge. Is there such thing as too huge? Yes, there is. <clears throat> now, this was advertised here. I mean, it doesn't even say all their names. It says Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, Wheeler, Utah, and Jurassic Express. I guess you're supposed to already know who they are. You know, uh, Jungle Boy and, uh, you know, Luchasaurus with Marco Stunt in their corner, which doesn't say here. Now, uh, versus the... Uh, <clears throat> The Hardy Family Office. Now, it says it did barely advertise anybody by name. They don't really care about naming people. So I, you have to know who they are. And uh, Matt Hardy, uh, who's fighting for them, H2O is uh, Angelico and Jack Evans. <clears throat> Private Party would be Mark Quinn and Isaiah Anthony. And uh, they had a, quite the battle. And anything were to summarize this would be, uh, I would say, Le Cirque de Wrestling. That's right. This is uh, definitely, I call them a stunt show usually, but this is definitely, it's, it's more of like a, a circus, a wrestling circus show. <clears throat> and this match proved it. Uh, proved it completely. Now, there's one scene... Uh, it's very hard to get images off this, off the internet. Um, but uh, one scene was, uh, they were actually, you know the Marco Polo thing, you're on someone's shoulders, you know, piggyback riding, you know. So you had Jungle Boy piggybacking on top of uh, Jurassic, uh, no, Luchasaurus. And then you got, uh, you know, <clears throat> Jack Evans piggybacking on top of Angelico. Having a slap fight. Right up top there. This is uh, the best it got. Uh, but at the end of this, of all in, though the buy-in was uh, Jungle Boy. He uh, apparently uh, quite the uh, finisher. Uh, you know. Uh,
Now, if I can read this properly, it uh, goes faster. Now, Jungle Boy actually uh, got uh, um, Angelico in a snare trap, um, a, a submission hold. And I am going to keep that pause in there because that's what I deserve. You know what? Hey, I pause. At least you can hear some fantastic music in the back if you've got some good, uh, good headphones. <clears throat> right, listener? Good. Now, this is where All Out begins. Right here. Um, now, you've seen the pre-show. It was pretty uh, fantastic. Now, let's get into the real show. We start off with a, uh, with a banger. That's right. We've been promising this for a couple of weeks right now. Uh, not too long. Maybe two weeks. Two week build up. A two week build up for this match. Damn. That's right. Miro versus Eddie Kingston in the te Turner Network Television Championship match. What's going to happen? Will Miro, the Redeemer, redeem himself after all he definitely does love that uh, title as seen depicted here hugging that thing like it was his child never will he lose it never 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 I am the redeemer after all now this match was very interesting uh, Miro did win um, it was a I'd say it's a five star match um, all out you know um, now, there are a couple of problems with this. Uh, they relied too heavily on the ref. Now, it was a disqualification. Uh, no, ref, it was a, a referee's head was turned. So, Miro can cheat. Now, it was done in such a way where he was... Oh, my goodness. It seemed natural, you know. But you can tell, you know. You knew something was going to go down. You know. Especially with the, uh, the, the turnbuckle was torn off the, the hinges. That's when it started. The sequence... Is torn off, but yet there's another padding on it, on a turnbuckle, and that sure enough referee had removed that padding too. So, so uh, when the pad was tipped off to the ground, it was tossing around. The referee was looking at it for a little bit, but the whole thing was like, okay, so finally the turnbuckle was exposed, and. Uh, Eddie Kingston was going to use the turnbuckle as a, uh, you know, weapon of sort. Uh, I guess it's the only time you will ever see it, ever see it, because it's in the script. The referee throws himself in front of the turnbuckle. Can no longer, the mural cannot be thrown into that turnbuckle. Exposed metal and all. Exposed by the referee himself. Now, now this is when, uh, you know, this is where the big cheat happens, and Amiro gets a win with the Machka kick, I believe. But hey, good attempt to cheat. Um, it's a lot better than uh, one of the referee, one of the wrestlers going, "Hey, ref, turn over this way, turn over this way. We're we're about to cheat now." Um, so turn over and argue with me a little bit, okay? So the referee turns on. That's that's the, the that's just too cheap. So cheap, but it is AEW. A lot of wrestlers love going to AEW. Maybe it's because it's easier. I don't know. Now, maybe because it's not Vince McMahon. 
Now the next match is a big one. I believe John Moxley's given up on the AEW, kind of, maybe, sort of. He still wrestled with the AEW. Uh, he worked hard to get this match uh, going, even though uh, I believe uh, uh, Santoshi um, Kojima would have been a lot better if uh, he had a belt of some sort to be on the line. Do more uh, something on the line, something good. Here's uh, Satoshi, <clears throat> looking like, I don't know how old the picture is. But it was a good match, I suppose, you know, John Moxley, doing what John Moxley does best. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's definitely a strong style wrestler, you know, he's uh, definitely Japanese style, and uh, he brings in Japanese wrestlers to prove that, uh, how good he can be, and uh, this is the only way he can. So after the big win... Um, John Moxley's uh, a face-to-face -face right there with uh, New Japan's very own uh, Mi uh, Minoru uh, Suzuki. Minoru Suzuki had face-to-face. -face. Um, now this led into a sequence which is very typical of New Japan style of uh, strong style. New Japan style strong style. How many times can I say style? Too many times. Because I love saying it, style. So uh, they go in this, the you know one-upsmanship style. Uh, you know, I'm gonna slap you, you slap me, and then maybe we'll do the forearms, and then we'll up the antes a little bit. And uh, you know what? It ended up with uh, John Mosley being a uh, gotch-styled uh, uh, pile-drived by uh, Minoru. Minoru. Which now builds up to a match, obviously, on Dynamite. John Moxley versus uh, Minoru Suzuki. Did I say that uh, Japanese enough? I certainly hope so. Minoru. Because uh, I think uh, that's all Elite loves to do that. Hikiru. Uh, right? Hikiru. Hikiru. Ishita. Right? I know you love that. Hikaru. Okay. Look at me. Being an arse. Next up, a big match, I believe. Huge match. Dr. Brick Baker, DMT versus Chris Statlander. Now, uh, Dr. Brick Baker's been a, a stable of her own. Uh, she's never really been a part of anything but her own thing. She's been um, a bigger than life. Uh, she's been uh, one of the only women wrestlers who actually can stand on her own two feet and support other people. Uh, Chris Statlander, she started as her own, you know, the uh, Martian, whatever. And then, oh yeah, let's, let's throw her with the uh, Jurassic Express. We'll make her the dinosaur as well. Dinosaur, so she did. The green as part dinosaur, you know, it's like, part of, And now she's part of uh, the, what's that, uh, the good friends, the best friends. Um, so she's basically thrown around everywhere. She's a utility player. But she shows up though, she looks great, she's working out, but she's a utility player. Uh, she's got to uh, find uh, maybe a stronger angle for herself, or otherwise she'd be uh, wrestling in dark next. But, you know, there's so few good talent in uh, the women's AEW. There's a lot of women, but talented, different story. Britt Baker comes in, very... 
proud and very uh, confident in uh, winning this match, and so she should. She's proven herself time and time again under uh, even heavier situations than this. Nyla Rose being the heavier situation. But it is what it is. Um, Britt Baker is uh, a star and uh, she is uh, carrying the women's division right now. Um, and uh, therefore, uh, she gets not the easiest victories, but uh, a pretty simple victory for uh, Britt Baker. Taking her right out with the old lock jaw, the lock a jaw. Britt Baker retains, and who knows how long she should retain for. Perhaps a long time. Who's next for Britt Baker? Well, we'll know soon enough. There is, after all, a wonderful, uh, what is that? Uh, a casino. Women's Casino Battle Royal. That's right. Coming up in this show. But next was supposed to be, now this was being hyped for months. Months. Pac versus Andrade El Ilo. Idiolo. Pac versus Andrade Idiolo. And his uh, translator, Chavo Guerrero. Um, he managed to wrestle the English language again. I don't know why, you know, Andrade just does not just speak, you know, Spanish. And have it tra translated as he's speaking. You know, is he speaking? Is it translated? Or she, as he's speaking, that should be translated rather than everything's there. And he speaks and it's like, uh, uh, let's read along as he, let's, let's see what he says before he finishes his sentence. Nevertheless, Pac apparently cannot be there. He hasn't been in uh, wrestling uh, live for weeks. He hasn't been there. Um... Travel issues, apparently. And uh, they're trying to run it off on some ridiculous... Hey, you cancelled this flight! You cancelled this flight! Da, da, da. It doesn't matter. Never happened. So, going on. Now, they had a tournament. A mini-tournament to find out who would be the number one contenders for the Young Bucks. And the Young Bucks would be defending that title in a steel cage. So, like, every single, their every single one of their matches, there was interference. You know? You think... Uh, yeah, every single match is involved the referee turning his back in some way and uh, some interference happens it is a um a stunt show a wild west stunt show for them but this time it's in a steel cage against lucha bros mexican um penta and uh phoenix Right there, facing head-to-head. -head. Now, in a case like this, no one can interfere, really, technically. You know, uh, Cutler did try to throw things inside the steel cage. You know. But really, it is basically two-on-two. Two, and this is exactly what it is, because this is perfect for uh, AEW. Because AEW is not known for uh, rules and tag team. You know, it's just a, a tornado. A tornado match. All, you know, all their matches, basically. You know, they don't care. They don't care. So. 
It was a big match. And like all dramatic luchador matches, their masks must be halfway torn off their face to show the strife that they've gone through. And like this, both their masks were torn. Torn. Oh, disgracefully. Phoenix rises to the top of the cage like the great Phoenix he believes he is. Dives that off there. And the funny thing is, I don't have the picture. But it doesn't really matter if you're listening on a podcast. Now, he climbs to the very top of the cage. Many feet up in the air. Below is Penta. Penta is holding both young bucks. Side by each. Eventually, he has them down. Holding them up. And then Phoenix, high cross body, jumps off the top. Beautiful. Flattens all three of them. Flattens all three of them. Okay. Now, what would be uh, realistic, I suppose, in the real world, is uh, Penta took pretty much he was the center of it. He should have, like, he, sh- he would, that would have hurt him just as much as Young Bucks. He would, like, he would have, he would have been uh, slow to get up. Maybe Phoenix could have helped him up. You know, it's like, hey, thanks. Uh, but no. No, Penta popped up. Popped up. While Young Bucks, like, got hit by a train, Penta was hit by a feather that smashed him to the ground. But apparently it did not hurt him at all. And thank goodness for that. Thank goodness for that. Because eventually they'd win. Young Bucks, the CEOs and presidents of AEW, I guess maybe finally realized that it's, you know what? Holding this belt is kind of ridiculous, being the bosses and all, you know. Uh, we'll leave that responsibility to Kenny Omega, you know. He's got no shame. He wants to be the best in the world. And he's recruiting his friends, too. And after all, they're going to rule the entire uh, non-WWE uh, world. After uh, Kenny Omega is kind of sort of right now. So next was a all-out women's battle royal. This was a casino. It's called the Casino Battle Royal, the Casino Royale, I should say, Royale, like James Bond. You know, so unlike any other battle royale, this one started with uh, clumps of wrestlers. So it uh, it had uh, twenty-one wrestlers. One is a wild card. They use cards. No, so because of the wild card, this match was made for only one thing. Made this match was only yeah. This match was clearly was made for one reason only. But we'll get through this soon. So in the match was uh, started Hikurushita, Sky Blue, and they brought back EMI, um, Sakura. I'm a queen singer, queen. We will rock you. We will rock you. Yep, she's a Freddie Mercury impersonator. The bunny Nabadon started. Yes, Abaddon. Oh, yes. Changing up her look a bit. Maybe not too much red. Not too much blood on there. You know, bringing it back a bit, you know. But uh, making her hair, so she's really selling the, the hair thing. Like, uh, hey, you know what? Luna, this is for you, baby. I'm going to also maybe do my veins like Luna. Good for you. 
So uh, next, you know, Kira Hogan, Anna Jade, uh, Killian uh, King, uh, um, Nyla Rose, and uh, Diamante joins the fight. Then Thunder Rose, Penelope Ford, uh, Riho. Finally, Riho's back, huh? Jamie Hayter and uh, Big Swole. You haven't seen her for eons, too. They brought her back from Dark or something. Then, finally, the final five. Uh, Ty Conte, Red Velvet, um, Layla Hirsch, Jade, Jade uh, Cargill, and Rebel. That's right. So now both Jamie Hader and Rebel from the DMD, you know, the secretaries of DMD, the doctors, secretaries are fighting as well. So now, with all said and done, the whole reason why this whole thing was put together was the wild card. Finally, the wild card was set to put go in, with very few women left in the ring to deal with the toss over the top rope. Here comes in not Ruby Riot, but a new song. I believe uh, Rancid. Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. Destination on and on. Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. That's right. Ruby Soho. The new Ruby Soho is all elite. And they did all this. They brought back a lot of wrestlers just to say, hey, you know what? You're better than me. You are a former WWE competitor. We should kiss the ground you walk on. Next up. All awaited. You've waited through the five labors of Jericho. The fifth in which he lost to MJF. But this time, they've been saying nothing more than, this is Jericho's last match. Nothing more than that, making everybody believe that, yes. And including... The last episode of Dynamite. Jericho was happily doing commentating. You know? Like he said, like having a blast. Like, yes, yes, commentating's my life. I love it. Wrestling schmeschling. Uh only thing he didn't say, oh, when he someone gets really hurt bad, it's like, oh man, I can't I'm glad I'm up here. I'm glad I'm up here now. Don't have to do that anymore. But no. We'll have to see. So he's, uh, now, it's just a regular match. Nothing special, you know. Um, but uh, it comes down to, uh, so I guess Jericho's not finished wrestling in uh, AEW after all. Maybe he has one more round. Maybe it might be Jericho, uh, Kenny Omega 2. Maybe uh, Jericho might be ready to take on Kenny Omega again, become champion. But what's left for uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman? What's left for him? Is there a belt ready for him? No, I doubt it, unless he's ready, ready to fight Miro. Because there's no way he's going up against, uh, you know, uh, Max, uh, you know, your champion, Kenny Omega. So next up, the returning CM Punk challenging the reckless Darby Allen, because he does not like the way he's gone. Even though he's got a, um, a veteran upon veteran, Sting, watching his back, his mentor. He does not think this mentor is good enough. I believe this match should have been against Sammy Guevara, 
Sammy Guevara. Bahara. Bahara. Sammy Guevara. Well, CM Punk taught this youngster a lesson. I might be old and I might be a terrible MMA fighter, but I am the best wrestler in the world. In the world. Respect by all. Yes, after the match, it was a go to sleep. You know. Gave him a go to sleep. And then shook his hand. Thank you for your support. Darby Allen. Thank you for your support, Sting. A good time had by all. Friends. I don't know. Does this work? Everybody's all happy. You know, run by wrestlers, referees don't really matter. I don't know, maybe uh, a lot of uh, people going coming down here. A lot of people love wrestling. Love wrestling, uh, they have entertaining matches, that's for sure. You know, starting with this, like I say, everybody loves wrestling here. Uh, this next one is the Nightmare Factory, you know. Um, Aaron Solo, uh, Nick Camaro. Uh, they brought back, uh, I don't know, uh, Paul White. Is Paul White back from retirement? Has Paul White ever been retired? Uh, is this such an easy thing for him now that there's no real grind? That uh, it's like, you know what, there's no grind here. I can do what I want. Uh, you know, uh, I can be a wrestler again. And wrestling, he did. Uh, wrestling QT Marshall, tearing his uh, wonderful shirt open, exposing bare chest to slap him silly, with the Big Show palm of fury. Um, it was uh, a quick match. I don't know what uh, you know. It, what would have happened? Anything else? I mean, it was QT Marshall, QT Marshall, Marshall. This is the Big Show, not Big Show. Sorry, no more BS. No more Big Show. He's a Paul White now. He's, in, he's flipped over New Leaf. Now, this leads us to uh, the Big Shoe. The Big Shoe. Which is uh, Kenny Omega versus uh, Christian Cage for the uh, AEW World Championship and not vice versa. Wouldn't that be something, huh? Wouldn't that be something if it were vice versa? If it were like if Kenny Omega won, like if Christian Cage won, he'd be a two belt champion, right? What what if Kenny Omega won? Wouldn't he be a two belt champion? Or is this just a uh, I don't know um, a number one contenders match for uh, the Impact Championship? Nevertheless, Christian Cage and Kenny Omega went at it like. Uh, Christian Cage and Kenny Omega can. They're both this, both uh, uh, veteran wrestlers. They've been around. They know how to do a wrestling match. They had the back and forth going. Very believable. But when it comes down to it, Kenny Omega came out on top, as usual. And before he can shake a stick at anything, 
um, the elite decided, you know what, it's time to, uh, time to kick some butt. Time to kick some Christian Cage butt. So they started throbbing. Then you have yourself, your, uh, um, your Jurassic Express come in to try to help out their friend Christian Cage. They try and do some helping out, but lo and behold, we got ourselves a new comer to the, uh, to the AEW. I was definitely not expecting it. Um, this was uh, a wrestler from the NXT brand. Um, a long-time champion of NXT. Uh, longest belt holder there right now, NXT. Um, Adam Cole makes his appearance on All Out. He comes in. Now, it, apparently, there's a decision he had to make. Uh, who is he going to attack? The Elite or the uh, Jurassic Express? And the decision was clear. He smashed down the uh, Jurassic Express. Uh, you know. Yeah. Jungle Boy. Now before we can uh, get everything all uh, crazy. We got ourselves another former WWE uh, wrestler. We have... Uh, now he is, uh, what's that, Brian Danielson, formerly Danny Bryan, coming in to help out uh, your uh, Jurassic Express and Christian. So now, now this is your team. You know, uh, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Christian, and now Brian Danielson as a team. Now I wonder how easy... How easy it for, uh, I mean, is it, is it great? Because there are literally 40 other wrestlers, uh, WWE superstars who have been canned in the past year. How many of them will be showing up in the AEW? A lot of them were top tier. Any WWE star is top tier in any other federation. Because they are WWE. After all, AEW is gobbling these guys up like, uh, chicklets. That's right, chicklets. Everybody loves chicklets. They do. So, Daniel, Brian Danielson is like um, Adam Cole. They're both now All Elite. Who else will be joining the All Elite bandwagon? I can see a few people seeing how uh, anybody chasing the 24-7 uh, championship belt would probably be uh, prime. Prime new uh, fodder for the uh, AEW, you know. Would would uh, Shelton Benjamin be there? You know. Um, I don't know. It's looking pretty bad for uh, a lot of these. Uh, maybe uh, Humberto Carrillo. After all, he's a pretty talented guy. Could he be a part of AEW? Maybe. But one thing I think for sure, and this is a, my final topic, it's uh, the AEW brands. That's right. That's right. It's quite emotional. It's feel the feel the the rumbling of uh, the future of AEW. Now they got four of them. Um, they got the Dark and Dark Evolution, and they've got the Dynamite and Rampage. Now it is clear. That their stars, their WWE stars, 
are going to be fighting in Dynamite and Rampage. I'm not sure which one is their flagship, Dynamite or Rampage. I'm pretty sure Dynamite is their top show. Rampage is the second show. And then comes the Darks, which uh, just people, uh, um, they just don't really have anything for. Goes to Dark. I think, uh, now, with these four shows, individual shows on TV, they have two main championships. Uh, the AEW Men's and Women's Championship. Um, and then they got, what's that, uh, the Turner Network Championship. So that's, uh, that's three. That's three. Um, and then uh, four, including the women's. Um, and we all know that, uh, that uh, that's it. Everybody, okay, now the Taz belt. Taz's favorite wrestler. Um, th that, that's not even uh, recognized. It's ridiculous. So what they need to do, I think, they got to treat uh, Dark and Evolution as probably a separate, as a separate entity as AEW. Um, uh, Dynamite and Rampage. So keep that separate. Keep the wrestlers separate. You know, like the, all the WWE uh, acquisitions should stay in the uh, the elite section, Dynamite and uh, Rampage, while the uh, beta wrestlers, uh, the upcoming wrestlers, or the uh, non-WWE wrestlers should fight in dark, are fighting in dark, and uh, Evolution. But maybe they should have some special belts for dark and Evolution. You got there's enough wrestlers in the entire AEW franchise itself. You know that's not including uh, how many people they can throw back and forth from uh, Impact. You know, I'm pretty sure I know they have a contract with uh, New Japan. Um, they just got to work out which wrestlers they can use. But uh, there's no they've done it many times. They'll do it again. Uh, may not be as close as I think they are, but. Uh, they do, uh, they do fight for each other's company. So I think that would be great. Um, it makes it more interesting. Instead of just making some ridiculous uh, belt titles, you know, like uh, with the Turner Network, it could be okay, but there's no such thing as that anymore. What, uh, you're going to fight on TV? It's the internet now. It's, it's kind of different, you know? But uh, that's what I think. AEW needs more belts. It is they're getting a bigger company. They need to diversify. They need to separate the brands more. You know? Uh, that's what I think. Bring new move belts in it that make mean something to each company. And then you got yourself something. So then uh, maybe uh, maybe Kenny Omega going to go around and uh, win all the belts and the dark belts too. Who knows? Um, I can't say that uh, you should have a, a weight division belt, like an X division belt in... Uh, um, AEW, after all, uh, I'd say about 90% of the AEW wrestlers would be under the uh, 205 category. You know? It is a, they're just a flyweight, uh, lightweight uh, division. Period. Um, the, they do have big wrestlers, but not many, like I say. 90% are small. But, that has been a uh, very special edition of the wrestling show. I've been your host, Lip Drip, a.k.a. Tetsu Omega, signing off. See you next time on The Wrestling Show. <laughs>